Welcome to Integrate Yourself, everybody. I'm your host, Allison Pillow, and you can find me at pureenergypdx.com as well as finallythrivingbook.com. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is such a fun show today. Uh, I decided to highlight my book launch, which is happening today. My book, Finally Thriving, is available on Amazon today. I'll leave a link for all of you to purchase it. I'm, it's going to be on sale for 99 cents. The ebook version will be on sale for 99 cents this week. So take advantage of that. Uh, it's my gift to everybody to get that word out there a little bit more. And if you feel like you're inspired to leave a review on Amazon, that would be greatly appreciated. I would love that so much. It would help the book get out to more people, which is one of my goals. I really want to get this book out to inspire as many people as I possibly can. Today, we're talking about the book. I'm sharing my experience with it, how I wrote it. Today, I have my writing coach, Kelly Sue Milano, on the show with me today. And it was so much fun talking to her. As always, she is amazing. And she helped me out so much during the process of writing this book. I share uh, the steps I took to do it, uh, the creative process that her and I did together that she guided me on as well. And uh, yeah, I just get so many questions about how I wrote this book. Uh, I believe because people, it seems like a, a huge thing to do, a huge endeavor uh, to take on. And it is. But also, many things that we do in life are things that we do with the support of others. And uh, I don't know many people who do have big projects that they um, create without the help of other people. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this today. I wanted to share not only information about my book, but how it was created. Because we are talking about creative processes and, and sparking that inner creativity within yourself. And one of my inspirations for writing the book was for everybody to bridge the gap between their inner artist and their inner athlete. And this is how we find true empowered wellness within ourselves. We take that journey. We take that journey within ourselves to reflect on what we're doing, if what we're doing is is working or not. And uh, I take you through all these these steps that I've gone through myself and learned along the way on my health journey, as well as what I teach my clients, as well as what I've experienced as far as bridging the gap between the physical and the energetic. And, and it's just just so much fun when we can connect with our wellness in this way because it's so much more than just physical although we approach it a lot from the physical and in many ways that's important and also approaching it from an energetic standpoint a spiritual aspect mental aspects of yourself also come into the mix and so that's what my book is much about is how you can integrate all these parts of yourself into feeling whole again, coming back home to you. So it's all about you learning how to love yourself, bringing you back to your true essence. Um, and there's so many ways to do this, especially as it relates to your 
wellness journey, we have many tools, many tools available. There's no right or wrong for any particular person. It's just what you are resonating with, essentially. So that is a big part of it. I wanted to share that as well. And um, this was just such an incredible conversation. I'm really excited to share this with you all about my creative process and how I came to write a book. Because again, many people ask me this. uh, And I just, I believe that it's because we aren't, we don't have a lot of role models um, of what happens, of people sharing what happens behind the scenes as it relates to their uh, creative artistry. And um, mainly because as, Kelly explains in in the show today, uh, she's experienced this with people she's worked with. Many people don't want to share these behind the scenes um, parts. They want to keep it mysterious, and and I understand that there there is some sacredness to that. There, that totally makes sense. But and at the same time, I feel the need to share my process because I want to empower people to be able to find their own process too, and to know that you do have that in you. You can do this too if you really want to do something like write a book, or and you've always wanted to do it, but you just haven't known where to start. Um, you just start taking it one step at a time. And that really just relates to anything you want to do. This includes starting a podcast. This includes creating art. This includes doing um, any sport activity that you wish to do. There's always a buildup. There's a skill building aspect to it. And we take it one step at a time. We also have lots of support along the way. So I really wanted to share that with all of you today. Uh, because I thought it was important. And I think it's important that we begin to empower each other that way. Uh, because otherwise, we're just going to feel like we we can never do it. Uh, and it's this secret thing, mysterious thing that nobody has access to. And that's just not the truth. We all have access to that potential within ourselves. So enjoy the show today. I'm really excited. Again, grab my book. It's on Amazon. And it's called Finally Thriving, Your your Guide to Empowered Wellness. And I will leave a link uh, directly where you can pick that up. And I appreciate your support as well as listeners on the show and um, any support that you can throw my way. Without further ado, it is my honor and my pleasure to introduce you to my writing coach and editor, Kelly Sue Milano and me, we're talking today. Uh, we're not, it's not an interview as much as it is a conversation about how I wrote the book. Enjoy. Today, I am here with the most special guest and my dear friend, Kelly Sue Milano. She is also, my she's been my writing coach, and she helped me edit my book as well. In the very beginning, um, we worked together for I don't know, maybe six months or more. It felt like a oh, while. I think it was like six months. Yeah, and so um, I just wanted to have her on on today to talk about our creative process um, it, with the book because I get so many questions about how I wrote the book, and I figured I'd just do a show about it. Um, the show about it will be how I wrote it because it's, you know, it, it piques people's interest. They're really curious in how to do something like that. Cause it is 
quite a project. I mean, it's not something that you just get into kind of loosely. It's, it's, a, it's definitely a commitment, but at the same time, uh, what the reason I wanted to have Kelly on is because she made it so much fun to go through this process. And I wanted to share the creative process that she put me through to put this book together. Cause we just had a blast and mm-hmm. it could be that way for anybody. I see, I think, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a certain way. And that's what I wanted to share with my audience and my listeners today is that you can make it any way you want to. You can have the experience that you want. It doesn't have to be a certain way or, or what other people have been doing. So that's what I realized when I wrote this book is that it can just be my creative expression. And however that turns out is, is how it turns out. And so um, welcome to the show, Kelly. Thanks for coming on. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This is such a great idea to do too. You know, so many yeah. um, authors are a little bit mysterious about their process, which is fine. But I think it's also so cool to be able to talk about it openly because I think it is something that more people would do if they knew that it could be yeah, fun. Well, that's the thing about artists, right? They are mysterious and they have their process and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But what that what that creates is a disconnect for people, for anybody to be uh, kind of tap into their own artistry and mm-hmm. creativity and think that, oh, this is something that is not attainable. Only mm-hmm. people who are born artists can do this, but it's not necessarily true. And that's why I wanted to share this because I was, you know, I really was an athlete most of my life and I didn't tap into the artist part of myself until later in life. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, when I was a kid, I loved I loved anything that was related to art and music um, and then went over into gymnastics and that took up most of my time. But since I became an adult, then I can, you know, choose kind of where, where I want to put my interest. And, and so uh, it was really interesting. I was like, can I, could I write a book? And um, you know, I just started it with taking one step Mm -hmm. at a time, you know, and and it was really funny because I, I thought at first I was like, oh, you know, wh- I think the one thing that stifled me in the very beginning was that um, I thought I was going to have to edit it as I went. And then you were yeah. like, no, just just no. Write whatever comes to mind. Yeah. And um, so you helped me with that, just letting go of yeah. whatever comes out. And then yep. you're like, we'll shape it later. So just later. let it all come out. <laughs> exactly. That's one of the things that because I've. I have, um, I've coached and assisted writers, um, for a while now, you know, in addition to being a writer myself. Um, and it was certainly one of the hardest things that I had to learn when I started writing professionally, Mm -hmm. which was if you are critiquing yourself as you're going, um, you're just kind of doing double the work and you're not getting as much done as you think you are. Um, so by stepping into it and just letting it all flow out and not worrying about if I've said this already, is there a better way to say this? Is this where this goes? You know, all of that comes later. Um, and the best part about it is that when you get that sort of intuitive, almost stream of consciousness uh, first draft out, it's like a gold mine. Yeah. You're not censoring yourself. Exactly. Because when you censor yourself, you lose those, those gold mine, you exactly. know, uh, whatever, you know, the yeah. writings. And so, 
that's what I discovered too. And then what it does is it also creates more um, brainstorming and creativity talks about where you can go with it, you know, cause we ended up, um, I didn't even really have, um, a, a super clear theme. Uh, I mean, it was wellness, but it was like, okay, how is this wellness book going to be different than all the other wellness books that are out there? Right. And of course it's, it's my perception and what I've learned that makes it unique, but the way we came about the theme of the book, um, creating, making it a creative process, your wellness, you know, journey, yeah. It, it, it was just like, wow, that's a concept that isn't really done or if mm-hmm. at all, I don't really know any yeah. books like that, but, um, that is something you and I, that you and I came together about, you know, creating that theme. And, and so I just, I think it's so important to have someone you can work with, uh, yeah. that can support you with, with those ideas too. Like, cause doing yeah. it all your, on your own, I feel like is just too overwhelming as well. I think that might be why people also don't get started on something like this. They under, they think maybe they have to do it all on their own, right? Yeah. They have to do it all on their own. It has to be perfect the first time, you know, it is, it is, as you know, now it's a huge undertaking to set out to write, um, you know, whether it's a 200 plus page book or a short story or a poem or anything that you kind of feel um, intuitively called to create. Um, the beginning is by far the hardest part because there's all of those questions that come up at the very top. Um, Well, I'm not really a writer, so should I even be doing this? And what do I really have to say that hasn't already been said? And all of these things, right. That everybody, and of course, I'm not saying that you dealt with these things specifically, but it's a pretty general experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, to just take that first step and say, well, I'm going to put it all out there and and let's see sort of what we have. It was because of that initial first step and the bravery and the courage and vulnerability of just saying, you know what, I'm going to do it. That even allows us to have these cool pops of, you know, creative awareness where we can say, oh, this is a, this is a really interesting theme that's coming together or you know, it's a really, there was a, a, a coach that I worked with years and years ago that said any creation that we have, you know, kind of much like a child is really something that belongs to a higher power, whether it's God or the universe or source. And when you really release it and you start this sort of process of thinking, okay, I'm, I'm co-creating something that wants to be made through me and you walk through that door, all of these cool little creative miracles can happen. And that is, that is what I loved so much about our process working together because you were just so open and available to just take the steps as the steps presented themselves. And I think that's why, you know, I've, I've read an advanced copy (laughs) and it's so marvelous. Thank you. You know, who would have ever thought picking up, you know, a book about wellness and, you know, a workout regimen or nutrition would offer like almost feelings of like whimsy and sparkle, <laughs> you know, it's delightful. 
Thank you. I, I did. I wanted to bring joy to people's experience of their, it was more like, okay, how can I give people an experience instead of just information, right? Because the information's out there. Anybody can get all of the information about health and wellness. It's about really, okay, how do you connect with this information? That was the piece I felt like has, that's been missing yeah. in my industry. And because um, if you can't connect with it, you're not going to be able to and that's, a, that's the problem that presents itself every year. You know, people can't sustain a relationship with their wellness because there's, they're not, they're having a hard time connecting with it. It doesn't bring joy to their lives. Right. Mm-hmm. So how can we bring that joy in? And that's, that was a piece that I wanted to bring in for people, which is a little bit, you know, um, it's not super tangible, you know, it's not yeah. something you can like clearly, uh, that's clear for the same clearly the same for every person, but yet it's so vitally important for each person's process for them to realize that within themselves. Right. So that was the, that was the, uh, that was what we were working with. We we were trying to, what we did create. So, yeah. Yeah. And I loved, you know, so what's so cool about being able to assist on book projects like this is that I get to learn as I go. Right. So I'm, uh, I'm learning from your expertise in real time as I'm getting these, you know, sort of the raw drafts of, of material. Um, and one of the things that first struck me in the very beginning was this idea that your, whatever your wellness lifestyle is, you know, whether you are doing something like orange theory, or you're doing yoga every single day, or you're eating paleo or your, you know, whatever the case may be, right? If it doesn't bring you joy, it's ultimately not going to pay off in those dividends, right? All of that energy is going to kind of just be energy spent. Yes. And that exploded my brain where I'm like, oh, so I also have to enjoy what I'm doing and eating. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it seems, you know, this is another one of the things that's so interesting with, with, um, authors, especially authors like you who are writing something based on their, I mean, you have years of expertise, years of experience and study that is like, well, I mean, is this interesting? Is this boring? Because to you, it's just your life. Right. But I'm like, no, 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 it's not. Not everybody knows this. It's news. And it's like, it's, you know, fireworks for readers. So um, that's why another one of the reasons why I was so excited to work on on this project. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was a great partnership. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like we both got so much out of it for sure. And, uh, I would love to like, uh, okay. So a couple of things we also did that were a little probably outside of the box, uh, for your standard book, uh, creation of books. Um, we did, you did an astrology reading for, for me and, and the book and like when it's come, you know, when uh, the year would be coming out and those kinds of things and where I would be in my astrology when it came out, I thought that was so cool because it gave it like even a different, even a new life, um, you know, and perspective and purpose, even when I, when I heard that from you, it was like mm-hmm. incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, astrology is such a wonderful, um, it's just a really great contextual tool as my astrology teacher says. 
um, it's like taking the, um, it, it's like um, taking the energy weather basically, uh, which is why I love it so much. And because we're talking about energy, I mean, that's what human beings are at our most, you know, sort of basic. Um, we're coming with essential energies. And to take a peek at your chart and see like, this is, you know, this is where the strengths are. This is something that's definitely on your astrological timeline to create and to share. You know, you had, um, I don't know them off the top of my head, but significant mercury placements. There was, you know, there were signs in your chart that said, oh, she's here to teach. She's here to deliver her, her personal flavor of message. Um, and because so much of your chart is also geared toward the body and toward wellness and toward um, holistic approaches to those things, but also to fun and to pleasure and joy, it was sort of like, you're just on time and I'm here to help. I'm the midwife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm here to just help this happen. Um, and then, yeah, looking at the, looking at the year that the book would come out, I mean, 2022 as an astrological year itself is such a wonderful year for that because there's no, um, and this is just a tiny little astro slice of this episode. <laughs> I love it. There's no major, um, there's no major planetary transits like there have been in 2020 and 2022, which oh, means really? that this is yeah. a year that's much more about our personal experience wow. in the aftermath of two years of just upheaval and change and, um, you know, really tremendous experiences that we have all had once in a lifetime kinds of things that have gone on. So this year is going to already sort of be more focused on who am I now? And what a perfect time for a book like this to come out where it's like, well, who are you? Let's <laughs> exactly. find out and yeah. let's be well on that path. Yes. It's yeah. a, that's exactly, it is amazing. The timing of it all. Right. Mm -hmm. If I were to, cause at first I was like, Oh, you know, you're always wanting to get the book out sooner than later. You're like, I got to get this information out. Always. But what I, but then I, I kept getting from probably, I think you and then other people, and then also even my own intuition that it's, it will come out when it's ready to come out. And then I just like, kind of, I just let it go. And yeah. it did. It's like perfect timing. Um, mm -hmm. And it really it, it's just a great time for people to receive it. Yes. And so and that's to, another thing to oh, consider. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I just wanted to add that, you know, from this, while we're still on this astrology piece that I think that there's a reason that the area of an astrology chart that deals in artistic expression and self-expression and creativity is also the area of our chart that deals with children. Oh, so yeah. as any mama knows, um, you are not in control of that timeline. <laughs> so true. You are not in control of when yeah. you get pregnant, how you get pregnant, when your baby's born. I know mamas who've gone two weeks past their due date and mamas who have been, you know, exceptionally early. And it's exactly the same with our creative babies. You know, once you yes. get that idea, you are now, you know, you're coming into your pregnancy stage of creation. And after that, 
you've just got to tend to yourself as if almost as if you were pregnant, right? You have to take care of yourself. You have to eat a certain way. And it's the same thing when we're moving through the creative process of anything. Yeah. This side-by-side co-creation that's going on. So that's just a little, a little astrological cherry on top. (laughs) I love that because it's so true. I did. I burst a book. I've mm-hmm. birthed kids before. It's it's very similar. Yeah. Um, there's a long gestation period and, you know, a lot of planning and prepping. And then you get to a place where you're about to birth the book. And uh, I can already feel um, that feeling of needing to replenish myself uh, and bring in nutrients, especially just similar to after having a baby. You know, you're very yeah. depleted energetically. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm already realizing that, you know, because I'm going to have to, well, not have to, but I'm, I want to do more podcasting, more talking, more. I just actually um, started recording the audio book, which four hours of, of voice work oh, is a lot of energy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm learning. Yes. yes. And as you yes. get, as you get closer and closer to your due date, you really start <laughs> you know, not to belabor the metaphor, but you really start feeling it. Yes. You're starting to feel like, oh man, I'm just ready. I'm ready. Like the clock, how many more days do I have left? <laughs> exactly what it, it's very similar to pregnancy, yes. even oh. though I don't have trouble sleeping and I don't yeah. have the big belly, you know, no. I'm a little bloated, but you know, maybe that yeah, you don't have a lot of those physical <laughs> limitations, but it'll be really interesting too, you know, because as a, as a, I am also a published author, once the baby's out there, then there's a very similar sort of come down period that you experience after giving birth to your baby. Yeah. Your literal baby and your creative baby. So it'll be yeah. interesting for us to catch up in a couple months to see how you're feeling. It is so interesting, Kelly, because like the creative process is, uh, I mean, we are living, not to say that women are the only ones that can experience it. That's, sure. you know, but we literally experience it through our bodies, that creative process and, and bringing that into um, our creative other projects, you know, it's like, you don't necessarily have to have a baby to experience that creative process, you know, men or women. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting to think of it that way. Therefore, if we think of it that way, then it doesn't become like a linear thing. Like I feel like a lot of books too, the thing I didn't want to do with my book was, um, I wanted to steer clear of quick fix kind of like, mm-hmm. here's this step and next step. And that I feel like there's so many of those kinds of books out there and I know the purpose behind those. And I, I totally, that makes total sense. Like it, but I, it doesn't, in my opinion, give the people the experience that I wanted to give people. And I felt like after the, cu- the couple of years that we've had, we have lost our ability to play and be creative. And so I felt like this might be the, biggest opportunity to help people with this in this way, you know? Absolutely. And to have the, to have the authenticity that is, you know, authenticity is kind of a buzzword nowadays, but, um, you know, I use it really literally in this instance, because you, this is not just, and we had a lot of conversations about this at the beginning. This is not just a manual that you follow and, you know, a plus B equals C wellness wise. This is very much you sharing not just your expertise, but also your personal experiences with what worked and also what 
very much did not work for you. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is, you know, that level of vulnerability in this work is really what is going to create that connection with the reader um, in a way that is actually going to maybe make readers excited about starting their wellness journey, excited about kind of putting some, forming some new habits, which typically, you know, like we lived through the diet culture of the nineties. We lived through like the, the reformation of that culture in the early two thousands. And I think all of us, um, are just tired. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's because it becomes a thing of something you have to do, or I should do this, you know, those two words, um, actually heard uh, one of my mentors, Paul Check, say this on a video I was watching. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. That is the child in you that that needs to obey their parents. You know what? Uh, do What part of you wants to do that and doesn't have to do that? You know, yeah. so that's where I wanted to come from, because I I was just so tired of like, ta- you know, I, I don't feel like I know ultimately what's best for every person. I feel like that's only a a question they can answer. Mm -hmm. You know, you can guide people as a coach, teach them the ways, Mm -hmm. but ultimately they have to make, come to their own conclusions and what works for them. And that's what I wanted to do with this Mm -hmm. book as well. Yes. And I loved that, you know, the largest section of the book is a section that is all about aligning with your spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a lot of conversations about this, which is like, you can want to have X body all you want. That's fantastic. But if you aren't also attending to the inner body, all the experiences that have gotten you to this point in your life and the ways that those things have emotionally and physically and psychologically affected you, there's going to be a disparity between the health that you want and where you are today. And closing that gap, so much of that is not just drinking celery juice. <laughs> you know? Well, it wouldn't it be great if that worked for oh, everybody? But it would be sick. I would be, oh man, I would be a Victoria's Secret Angel if that were the case, you know? But it's not. And I think that you, you present that so gently and so, but also in a way that really you walk away as a reader feeling empowered. Yeah. Which is a huge part of what, another huge part of what makes this book so great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I remember going through ideas and we, we came up with so many creative ideas uh, one of the ideas I really loved uh, for a theme at some point in the book, I, I believe it might have been the spiritual phase of the book, but we talked about uh, you gave me this image and I think I posted that. Um, what do you call that? Is it an engram? What is it an engram? No, not an engram. Uh, a meme. I don't know why. A meme. I've posted okay. that. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> my teen would be so disappointed in me. Um I, uh, <laughs> somewhere they're doing post- the face palm emoji. Yeah. Right. Jeez, mom. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, she's 19. Well, I guess he's a teen. Technically he's 18, but he's an adult now too. Um, okay. but me, yeah, is, I posted the meme of, uh, Alice in Wonderland because this is the image you put in my head. And I knew yeah. it. I was like, I have to find that image. Alice in yeah. Wonderland sitting on a log with, with Dorothy saying, yeah. 
we've seen some shit, right? (laughs) It's weird out there. (laughs) Yes. That was hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. And I think that that, you know, that again is also what you were bringing to this. That was so, you know, that creative idea and that theme arose from you just sharing with me. Um, because so much of how we would work is you would, again, you would write out, um, the content and then I would review it and I would ask you my questions. So here's something that isn't clear. Tell me more about this or say more about this. Um, and in doing that, it was really like, you know, what I, what I was able to sort of garner from the experiences that you had was, kind of an Alice in Wonderland thing where it's like, oh, I'm going into this world thinking it's one way, thinking, oh, I'm an athlete. So I need to push myself. I need to, you know, I need to like maximum effort, no limits, just go, go, go. And then realizing, no, that is not sustainable. I'm now injured. Now, what is this? What is, what does life look like? You know, it was sort of like a, I don't know why I'm thinking of the cutting edge right now. (laughs) (laughs) One of these things where you went through uh, this um, almost like a tempest in a way, like I need to totally reorient my relationship to my body and to the way that I use it. Yeah. And those times were challenging, but ultimately you came to this place where you were like, I've been to Oz and I've seen the wizard (laughs) and here's what I have to tell you about it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I love that because Mm -hmm. it just, it's that, that symbolism that really does spark the creative self, you know, and that's how we've always worked. But many of us have lost that along the way Mm -hmm. because we're so much in the left brain with it, with life and I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't having fun at that time. And I wanted to start having fun again and enjoying my life. And so if I was going to be able to do that, I was going to have to start connecting with my creative self by, you know, using my right brain more mm. and, and, ba- and harmonizing it with my left brain, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of times I feel like that's doable when you have the support of somebody and, and you, I, I, you and I were in sessions together. Sometimes I'd start crying because it was so beautiful to have that support in my life. I'd never had it, um, this capacity before. And it was just like, it just melted my heart. So, um, I just felt like, gosh, everybody, it would be great if everybody could experience this at some point in their life, you know? It's really, I, I completely agree. And it's always such an honor to be able to help, um, teachers and guides. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to, to assist in helping with fiction, right? Because writing fiction is very much already a creative process. You're already sort of in that right brain and thinking about fantastical things in this, right? I mean, I have a background in comics. That's, Right. It doesn't get more right brain than that, really. <laughs> and um, but working with teachers and guides and experts, putting together a book that can be like a story is some of the most rewarding work I've done in my life, certainly, because you really do get to see 
we're all stories, whether we're writing a book about wellness or about spirituality or about, I don't know, computers. <laughs> That's how far my left brain takes me. I'm like, I don't know what else is I don't know. Medicine? Sure. <laughs> um, Law. It's so to be able to do that. And, you know, we've, we use the metaphor of having a baby and, you know, this is something right. specific to women, but um, the creative process is available to everyone, yes. no matter the gender, whether they've had a baby, whether they haven't had a baby, whether exactly. they're able to have a baby, you know, um, because we all know what it feels like. And I mean, do you use the example of dads? They go through a very deep transformation alongside their partners who are actually physically pregnant, right? So it's like the creative process leaves no one out. Right. And this you're going to really, you can, when you set out to create something and bring a creation into the world, you're really going to be kind of journeying through some tender places yeah. as you go through that. And it takes a lot of courage to yes. be like, I'm going to stick with this. And I'm going to, I'm going to see this through and it is rewarding. Everybody, everybody deserves to experience it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you just kind of, you know, tap into what you really want to be doing, which is important to get clear on. And, and that's another thing I, that's why I start that, uh, people out with that, uh, honoring their values and discovering their values in the very beginning, uh, because I think that's so important. Otherwise you're just kind of reaching for yep. anything, you know, that you can get uh, grasp. Oh. And so, um, yeah, just, it's just one step in front of the other. Um, and my secret to success with the book, I mean, even though it's not even out yet, but I feel hugely successful with it oh, already, absolutely. you know, cause I did all the heavy lifting with it. And, but it, at the same time, it was so enjoyable. The entire process was enjoyable. Like was I tired at moments yet? Was I a little fatigued? Yes. But at the same time, it was so much fun, you know? Yeah. Um, and so some of it didn't really feel like work. I was like, am I really doing this? Am I dreaming? Like, I think I told you a couple of times, pinch me. I, if I, I feel like I'm dreaming, you know, this is like <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. so yeah. So I, I wanted to share that with people just because, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I feel like also for me, it was a, a very deep healing experience. And there's a, a, a part that I do mention in the book about writing and how powerful that can be to heal parts of yourself, because once you put it on paper, it's out. So one huge experience I had with it um, and, uh, as I went along and, and this was that I had all this information from all these years of teaching one-on-one -on -one clients in me. It wasn't yeah. out. Right. And once I got it out on paper, it was almost a huge relief to get everything I had ever learned and everything I'd ever, not everything, but most of what mm -hmm. I learned and experienced in my career yeah. out on paper. Like, let's, let's just get it out there and see what we got, you know? Sure. And it was great because I wasn't holding it in my body anymore. I wasn't holding on to this information. And so I look at it as the biggest give I've ever done in my life. It was, it was beautiful because number one, I healed a lot of myself, many parts of myself as I would write and go back and read it. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, I'm, I'm also sharing this information I've been holding inside of me 
for mm-hmm. so long with a, a large amount of people. So um, it feels really amazing to be able to do that, you know? Yes, absolutely. And yeah. all, all creative processes, you know, there are, again, I spoke about how some art, how some authors and some artists are mysterious about their process because um, not everybody wants to talk about how they may have had an assistant or how they may have had a coach or how they may have had help. You know, there's very much this sort of sideways belief um, in our society for sure that if you're not doing it on your own, you didn't really do it. Right. Um, And I am here to say forever and all time, if there's one thing I can say to anybody, it's that that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It totally is. Nobody does it by themselves. Nobody does it by themselves. And even if they did, even if they did write an entire (laughs) manuscript on their own, you're going to take that to a publisher and boy, howdy, is it going to get edited? (laughs) It will many times, many Many times. times. And so you know, I really want to always encourage, and I, I um, uh, mentor and teach a comics class at an art college here in Los Angeles. And so much of what I try to impart on all of these young artists is collaboration is your friend. It's going to make the process so much more fun. It's going to make it so much more light and playful. And you can still walk away feeling like you just did that thing. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, and that is, um, it's, it's really something that I want to kind of like get my megaphone out and shout to the world, which is like, get your team together, whatever that looks like. If you have a big idea and just go for it and then have fun, which again, oddly enough is the, is such a huge thread of your book. It is. It is right. Well, I did want it. That's why I want to bring this up because you, if you can't ask for support in your life, you're Mm -hmm. going to be struggling. It's, it's going to be really hard and it's not going to be fun because number one, like the support is offered and, and, and for you, because in order to let your creative self fly, you know, it's going to be hard to be creative when you have to think about all the logistics yeah. The process that those are, you know, I, I, I hand that off to people who are experts and, you know, just like someone would hire me as an expert to help them with their wellness, you know? Yeah. So just like it would be hard for you to diagnose something within your own body and you need people to help you with that same yeah. thing with, you know, writing a book. And so, mm-hmm. cause it is a, a longer, much longer process than I realized it was, you know, I just yeah. thought oh, I'm going to write it, get it edited, you know, it'll get out there. Like, Mm-hmm. much faster than the average book. And yeah. even though it was pretty fast compared to most books, it, yeah. it still took up over a year. It took a year and a half. So, mm-hmm. and like I said, like we said earlier, it was perfect timing. You know, it's also a way of like letting go of, yeah. of, uh, the process of, mm-hmm. of needing to control everything about it. Right. Yeah. Nothing yeah. is going to teach you more about control. <laughs> not existing than trying to create books and kids. Yeah. Books and kids. I'm telling you what art and kids, those two things. And you know, this will be, this is another great example. I mean, the metaphor just keeps on giving, right. Um, you are going to put the book out and once it's out in the world, hands off. Yes, exactly. It's going to become whatever it's going to become. 
to whoever finds it. And now just similar with kids. Yes. You, know, you have your baby. And once they're out in the world. Yeah. That's kind of it. That's very true. Yeah. You know, you can be there as a resource, which is what you will be. Once your book is out, you'll be a resource for people now, but the book itself is going to take on a life of its own. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. a, yeah. Words yeah. of wisdom. Yeah. Speaking of being out of control, I just realized right now, looking at myself in the camera, that my podcast microphone is actually behind me and not plugged <laughs> into my computer at all. That is hilarious. Well, you sound great. I was wondering, I was like, it sounds, she sounds really good, but she doesn't have a mic on, but you know, so hilarious. <laughs> Look at that. That is hilarious. Your plants using it. So, yeah, exactly. yeah. so see best laid plans. Yeah. The mistake is going to just be like, oh, no, that's so you got to make, <laughs> you got to well, make mistakes plans. gracefully. Right. And, yeah, and exactly. so exactly. it's have fun with it because <laughs> why else do we have mistakes? If we can't have fun with them. Right. <laughs> really? Really? Mistakes well, make it so much more interesting. Oh, so much more interesting. Yes. Oh. Right. Could you imagine yeah. if no one, if everybody was perfect, God, how boring would that world be? Oh my gosh. Or if every single thing you did went according to your plan, <laughs> what am I doing any of this for? This is boring. Yeah. It's like knowing the end of the movie before it even starts, you know? Totally. I mean, yeah, that's cute. I can watch Sleepless in Seattle again. And it's like, oh, cute. But it's not like the first time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's okay for things to be, and you know, the linear process of creation is very much that way. Yeah. I think it's going to go one way and it, is it that in itself is a life of its own. Right. So, yes. yeah. Well, thank you, Kelly. This has been an incredible conversation. Yeah. Um, I am so, I was so, um, I'm so thrilled to call you both a friend and, and a partner in, in creating this, this book. This is, I mean, I, if, if anybody's listening and they need help with a book, creating a book, I highly recommend Kelly. She's incredible. Like, I mean, I really felt like we were partners in this and, and we had so much fun every time we, you know, it was like really fun. It wasn't like serious or it wasn't a boring meeting or anything. It was just like, let's make this, let's make this fun. So, Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I such a privilege. Yeah. It was, and I thought it was important to share that process. And so maybe people can, um, you know, not only go buy my book eventually, uh, but also, uh, you know, maybe, maybe try, uh, try to write a book or do something, create some creative project they've been putting off, you know, and see how it goes. You know, if you're listening to this and you've been sitting on a creative idea, this is your big invitation from the universe to get started. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to, you want to, uh, do you want to leave anybody with, um, anything that's going on with you, Kelly lately that you want to offer? Yeah. Um, I don't have any, um, any huge offerings at the moment, but, um, I, as I had mentioned, I write an ongoing comic book series and we, our production was put on major hold thanks to the pandemic. (laughs) So again, things being out of control, but, um, we just released our first new issue after almost 18 months Um, so if you are into comic books at all, if you are into sci-fi fantasy stuff, please go check it out. It's, um, you can read all about it and us and me at 
hexcomics.com, which is H-E-X-C-O-M-I-X. Um, I also have a pop culture podcast that I'm a part of that's basically a bunch of creators talking about our favorite stories and storytelling. Um, and it is called Popsicle, P-O-P-S-K-L. Um, it's really cool, uh, deep dive into some of the greatest stories and sort of, um, picking them apart and talking about why they're great. So anybody who's that. interested in storytelling would really dig it. Um, and outside of that, I'm just, uh, a toddler mom. So <laughs> I haven't had that a takes whole a lot, lot of time. For things a lot of every time. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, I am so glad that you were able to devote the time to me during that oh, that time. And uh, I'm very grateful. So thanks again, Kelly. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you again soon. Yeah, you too. Yeah. You too. And go buy the book. You're going to love it. <laughs> thanks, Kelly. Thanks for listening, everybody. I will provide a direct link to my book, Finally Thriving, your guide to empowered wellness on the show notes here. So check it out, grab a copy and enjoy. 